welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one best-selling book, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And if you are a highly sensitive soul and you are new to my radio show, I would love to gift you my Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, The Three Ways of Navigating Your Way to More Peace, Positivity, and Personal Power. And you can get that at SensitiveSoulGuide.com. And when you get that PDF, uh, you will actually have an invite to our little community, our Light Medicine community, which is on the Circle app. And it's just a nice little safe censorship free space where we can chat about things and how you're doing. Uh, We offer a monthly free light medicine mini healing session for everyone as well to participate and that's super fun and we really love it uh, every single month doing healing whatever is going on in the world now speaking of whatever's going on in the world there's a lot going on in the world and it's very very easy for sensitive souls and past you know those that uh, uh, dr. Elaine Aaron calls the highly sensitive person It's very, very easy for us to get into a place where we feel stressed, we feel other people's stuff, and we feel anxious, you know, nervous. Our body feels like it's just like on a live wire, and maybe even we have palpitations, uh, things like that. And a lot of people have discovered a lot of interesting bodily symptoms related to other people's stuff and realizing they are a sensitive soul. So today uh, with me, I'm very, very happy to have uh, Lauren Von Vail. Oh boy, I should have asked you. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren is an integrative energy practitioner specializing in EFT, uh, also known as tapping for stress, anxiety, and trauma, and she guides her clients on a journey of self-healing to break through physical, mental, or emotional obstacles that keep them stuck and hold them back in life or in business. Uh, she believes that we all have the answers within, and sometimes we just need a little help accessing them. So today we're going to be talking about the emotional freedom technique, how it works, and maybe a little bit of the science behind why this is such a powerful and easy to do, let's underline easy to do, <laughs> modality. And guess what? It's free. <laughs> it really is. You can do this any place, anywhere, anytime, no equipment necessary, which is super awesome. Uh, and then possibly, you know, how an EFT practitioner could personally help you, support you on your healing journey, literally sharing with you how to integrate this into your life and incorporate this as a practice into your everyday, daily, healthy habit routine. So uh, without further ado, hello, Lauren. Sorry, I messed up your last name. <laughs> <laughs> hello. I'm excited to chat with you today. <laughs> Yeah, me too, me too. You know, it's one of those things, it's like, uh, it's supposed to be on my checklist of, you know, what it is that I need to, do to make sure. Yeah, so I'm looking at your name going, French? Is it's it French? Bonville, that's how you say it. Oh, wow, that wasn't even close. Okay, because I'm looking at it and all of a sudden I'm thinking, oh, I think I need to pronounce it French. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, tell us about yourself. I, I, you know, how did you become an integrative energy practitioner focusing on EFT? How did that all happen? What was your journey? Yeah, well, if anybody would have told me that this is <laughs> what I've been doing, you know, like, I don't know, seven, ten years ago, I never, never would have thought that would be the case. Um, my, my journey to this point really started with my own struggle with anxiety and uh, having some panic attacks and trying to figure out what I could do to to make myself feel better and it 
it started with um, with going to a yoga class and then signing up for yoga teacher training and then oh. I studied Reiki and became a Reiki practitioner and it's when I was at the yoga studio I was introduced to meditation and sound healing and I studied those those practices and um, and then I was introduced to tapping and it really really helped me and I was so curious about it I, I wanted to understand why because you know this idea of tapping on yourself to feel better you know to me in the beginning I thought that that was very odd <laughs> um, <laughs> And I was in a, a group program where a tapping practitioner came in and, you know, it was at a time in my life where I was dealing with all this stress and anxiety and I thought, well, hey, why not? I'll give it a try. And I felt a significant difference and I just wanted to, to know more about it and I kept tapping and then I worked with a practitioner and I, I loved it so much that I went on to get certified so that I could share it with other people. Mm, that's great. I love how our own personal experiences can really bring us to, like, you know, our, our practical purpose <laughs> yeah, in, in life. And yours is a perfect example of that. Um, yeah, I remember I read this book a while back. It's funny because I think that um, some of the authors of the book have uh, asked me to be, you know, to, to be on the podcast, and I'm not sure when they're scheduled. And uh, but it was really neat because it was talking about um, uh, tapping, and the the podcast is going to be about something else. But I started just with this book and just started, you know, doing it for myself. And then being, you know, a medical doctor and in practice acupuncturist at the time, I thought, well, this is kind of a thing. You know, I should just tell people how to do it, you know. Mm -hmm. So we would have these little get-togethers and we would practice it and um, and uh, and I'll ask this question a little later, but I'll just let you know what it is. You know, people are like, wait a second, why do you want me to bring up negative emotions? Mm. Yes, that's a common question, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is bring up negative emotions, right? So that was super, super interesting. I had some sort of off-the-cuff answer at the time. Um, <laughs> but anyway, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's kind of dive in and, uh, you know, you, you have this experience of your own personal anxiety and stress, and we're already, right, doing yoga and meditation and Reiki and, you know, all these different things, and for this particular technique to drop in, it really made a big shift for you. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious whether you had any theories as, like, you know, why does this one work so well for you where you already were doing all these amazing practices yeah I don't know I'm, I'm not sure exactly why it, it, it just resonated so so well with me and I think I think part of it might be that there's this you know the somatic part of actually tapping on your body so it's giving you something to focus on and then that added component of really acknowledging how you're feeling so it's doing you know both things I know that um, mm. you know with some of my clients that come to me who have said they'll they want to try to meditate but they can't meditate because they have this this monkey mind right all the thoughts going all over the place and I feel like tapping is a tool that can help you get to a place where you can meditate more easily because you can say all of those things out loud and you have that focus of tapping on the body physically. Um, and I think because you're tapping on these meridian points, I think that has something to do with it. And um, yeah, I don't know why it worked yeah. so well for me. And But I, I know all I know is that it did. It made a big difference and that I've, I've witnessed some massive changes in my clients too. And I'm just so incredibly grateful 
to have been introduced to it and now being able to share it with others. Ooh, that is the, well, you did touch on an area which I think is very important and around that somatic or body uh, sensation. It's one mm -hmm. thing to, you know, classically people think of meditation as you're sitting still. Right. <laughs> you know, like you're sitting still, you're, you're, you know, either focusing on your thoughts or not trying not to focus on your thoughts or whatever. I'm, I'm not an expert in meditation that way at all, like not even close. Okay. <laughs> I have my own technique that which works really well for me. So I'm one of these people where that kinesthetic feedback mm -hmm. is really powerful. So I think that's why EFT yeah was a really easy thing for me to do and teach. Of course, an acupuncturist, right? Like, really easy, right? <laughs> like, right, yeah. They go, I mean, oftentimes yeah. when I'm describing to people what tapping is, I'll often compare it to acupuncture because instead of, you know, using needles and acupuncture, mm -hmm. this is acupressure, and we're applying light pressure to some of those same points that you would put those needles in at, right? Yeah, exactly, and uh, no needles uh, needed, and, right. and just that kinesthetic <laughs> awareness and the the sensation like you said sometimes some certain people need more kind of physical things like I love even though I'm very intuitive and love energy healing everything like that I love manual therapy mm -hmm. like I love it like I love massage I love block therapy I love fascia blessing I like yoga trapeze like very very somatic things to feel things in my body so I think for some people literally physically tapping on these points as opposed to just doing a directive like in my healing modality or something like that is is it gets it into their body yeah. like out of their body in this case <laughs> yeah no it does it like helps to focus your attention too mm -hmm. and I think I think it's also you know whatever you're coming in presenting with, right, like this yep. anxiety and stress and maybe in our mind we think it's because of perhaps a project at work or something that you've got going on that you're like, this is why I'm stressed. Oftentimes, that's really not the full reason of why you're feeling the way that you do. There's often all of these other experiences that have happened mm -hmm. in your life previous to that that, you know, have emotions attached to them. And when they are uncomfortable emotions, we tend to stuff them down and suppress them and then distract ourselves with something else. And I, so I think one of the beautiful things about tapping is that you are naturally and organically brought to some of those past events so that you can hold space for them, mm -hmm. honor how you're feeling about them, and then move through them so that those, those past experiences aren't just staying bottled up within you. Right, and is that one of the reasons why in the classic you know, EFT technique, we literally verbalize you know, some of these lower vibrational emotions, if you will, or label them, some people would say, um, it, it's really to, to pay attention to them and acknowledge them, accept them, if you will, yeah. rather than create more of them by thinking about them. Let's talk right. about that. Yeah, no, because most people, like you had mentioned earlier, it's like, why, it, it, why are we tapping in the negative thought? Why am I saying, <laughs> I'm so anxious, I'm so anxious, you know, like, right, is that right. making me more anxious? And no, what you're really doing is, is acknowledging it and allowing, your, allowing yourself to feel it, right? And I often give this example of, you know, if, you say, oh, I'm really anxious, and then, you know, some people will say, okay, let's flip the switch and say a positive affirmation, like, I'm happy-go-lucky, right? Like, and you could do that, but there's a disconnect there, because what yeah. you're saying doesn't match up with how you're actually feeling. And so with tapping, we are 
speaking out loud how we are actually feeling and then in doing so then you are able to authentically and slowly move that needle towards the better feeling or thought and you're not just like given it lip service but and you know when you're when you're feeling really anxious and really overwhelmed it might not be possible to get to that point in in one session where you're like I'm happy go lucky life is great right like that <laughs> that might not be <laughs> possible but you maybe you could get to the point where I'm anxious and it's okay and I'm okay or I'm anxious mm. tomorrow's a new day and I'm hopeful that I'm going to feel better right like there's another mm. better feeling or thought that you can move to that can feel true to you so it doesn't right. have so to be a like a bridge, right? Because yeah. sometimes we feel bad about ourselves that we can't feel that positive affirmation, right? And we feel like a bunch of phonies, right? Right? You feel <laughs> fake, right? It doesn't. It's not. Doesn't feel true. And I think that's. I'm that's so really, happy and grateful. Right. <laughs> right. Like we're speaking out loud how we actually feel, and I think that there's also a real big power in, in speaking out loud because so mm. much of the time we have these thoughts and, and they can be negative thoughts that are in our minds that we're thinking over and over, right? Like there's those studies about how many of the same thoughts we have right. every single day. <laughs> and, and when those thoughts are negative thoughts and you're not, you know, you're not saying it out loud, it's just going to eat you up, right? And so if you yeah. say it out loud, what, what tends to happen is that your perspective can begin to shift. So, so something that feels really true at the start, like maybe I'm not worthy of this success or I'm not good enough for X, Y, and Z, whatever it may be. It feels really true when you first say it. But then yeah. as you con continue to tap through it, it's like, wait a second, I'll have clients say, I, I'm feeling a little confused right now. That doesn't actually feel very true right now or that feels really silly. You know, so you begin to create this distance from it and then you begin to think about it differently. And when you think about it differently, then you feel differently. And when you feel differently, then you can create, then you take different action. And then you then you get the result that you want. You get a different result, right? So right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's really, really neat. Yeah, thank you for answering that question. I think, like you said, it's very, very common that people don't wish to speak out loud anything negative because they've been told and taught the law of attraction, things mm -hmm. like that. That whatever you speak about, you bring about, uh, and and pay attention to. I get, but in this case, we're really honoring just you know, what's already there. Right. <laughs> not right. create necessarily create the intention, right, is not to create more of that. We're being conscious in that moment as we speak those things. Mm -hmm. um, and even, okay, just, just playing around here, Lauren. So yeah. even if we, if, if you had someone, a client, mm -hmm. who was very pensive about saying negative things because they're very well conditioned or trained or, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. to not speak of anything negative, mm -hmm would you then potentially tap on the fear of speaking something negative yeah. into fruition? Okay, can you give us an example of how that would work? Yeah, I would say, you know, if the fear is, if I say, if I say how I feel, it's going to exacerbate it or it's going to bring more of this negative feeling into my life, if that's what it is, I would, ha I would tap and we, we would say those words. Like, even though I'm scared, if I say it out loud, I'm going to feel worse. I love and accept myself. Mm. I have this fear that it's going to get worse if I say it out loud. That's just how I feel. And we can continue with that and continue with it until a point, you know, you give it a, a number on a scale of 1 to 10, like how yes. big is that fear for you right now? How intense is that? How true does that feel for you on that scale of 1 to 10? And then you tap on that until you can get that number down to a point where it's like, 
oh, that doesn't feel so true, or, you know, it's not as intense as it was, and maybe now I do feel a little bit more comfortable with saying out loud how I feel. Mm. And, and do you have anyone being really tenacious and not saying any so-called negative words? So in other words, they may not even agree to say the word fear, even if that's, or scared, or anything like that. Like, how would you, how would you help someone like that? Like, what words would be okay to use, but equally as effective? So if someone was really, really hesitant to that, I mean, I have not come across that in, the, in working with the client in any, any of my clients, um, but I would say if that's the case, right, like, or, and this, could, this also is relative to trauma, right? So if you have mm. some, some traumatic event that occurred and you don't want to say it out loud, that's okay. You don't ever have to share anything with a practitioner that you don't want to share, that you don't feel comfortable right. saying out loud, that's fine. I would just, um, I would encourage the person to come up with a code word, right? So mm. if you don't feel comfortable saying fear, maybe it's something else, I don't know. Uh, and, mm. and then we can use Can we even word. say this feeling or is that too yeah. vague? No, I mean, you know, you want to get as specific as possible, right? But if okay. you're dealing, if, if we're working with someone who has a fear of saying cer certain words, yeah, you can keep it more, more broad, right? Um, work on a global mm -hmm. level. And then as you continue to tap, you know, have that intention of getting, you know, going down the funnel and getting uh, closer to the actual feeling. But yeah, you could start with this feeling or this, this feeling of overwhelm, this feeling of stress. And so, sometimes, you know, you have this, over, overall feeling, but you don't know why, and and that's okay. And you can you can definitely start there and just say this feeling that I have, and really tuning into the feeling. I think is the important part there. So right to be more specific. Yeah, like where are you feeling that somewhere in your body? Right. What does that feel like in your body? And so let's say it's like this heaviness in my chest. Well, then yep. you, we could use words like that. You know, I have this feeling in my body and it feels like a heaviness in my chest. And then really focusing on the physical aspect of it and noticing how that begins to shift. Mm. And, I mean, and that's really like common, that. especially when we're talking about anxiety and stress, right? Like when you, when, when I ask most people, when you feel anxious or stressed, where do you feel that in your body? Most people will have an immediate answer to that. You know, it's like, oh, I feel this mm. tension in my neck and my shoulders, or I get, I get tension headaches, or my stomach hurts, something like that, right? And so it's not just with anxiety and stress, though, that, these, that we feel things physically. It's really with every single emotion we can, we can feel it physically in our body. And so beginning to make those connections between the physical sensation and the emotion can be really eye-opening for people too. Um, mm. and, we can and I wonder if it's more effective uh, yeah, for some people. Because some people, like I have anxiety, right? And they may not be able to put words into what their body feels like. They just know they have anxiety. So I'm curious as whether you know, you, in your experience, find it more effective. They are able to uh, connect to it in the body versus just say the word, even though I have this anxiety, I love and appreciate, or, you know, totally love and yeah. accept myself. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think especially with, with someone that's new to the practice, I think focusing on something physical at first can be very helpful because you are some people are more likely to notice a difference as well in the physical sensation in the body, right? So if you have all this tension in your shoulders and, you know, maybe you even think it's related to the stress, you can get really specific with what it feels like. Does it feel tight? Does it feel like a pointed pain? Does it feel like it's throbbing? And use those types of words and, and notice how the pain shifts. And something that happens a lot when 
working with physical pain is that then the, the pain could move to a different area of the body and then you just move your attention to that other area of the body. Maybe it's like starts in the upper back and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, now I'm feeling something in my lower back. Well, then what does that feel like? And we use words to describe that. And we in tapping, we call that uh, chasing the pain. And when oh. that starts to happen... That is an indicator to me that there is absolutely an emotional component to this physical pain that you're experiencing. And I mean, even when somebody has a reason to be in physical pain, let's say that they were in a car accident, there is oftentimes still an emotional component that's part of that pain, even though there's a physical reason for, for the pain. And what I mean by that is like, you can get caught in this this cycle, right? So let's say you're in a car accident, you, you um, I don't know, have fracture or something in your spine. And so you're in pain from that and you're recovering from that. But then there's also anxiety, like if I do this particular activity, is that going to cause pain? So then there's anxiety and then there's fear and then there's the pain and then you get caught in this loop and um, and tapping can help to kind of break that break that cycle of the anxiety, fear, and pain that, that you can get caught up in. Oh, that's great. And, and just to finish this uh, line of thought before we kind of move on to the uh, kind of science and stuff like that and the body and how that works. Um, so if uh, someone says, well, I don't want to say anything negative, right? So you could, you know, for example, you would ask, okay, so what does it feel like in your body when you think about saying something negative? Right. right. And then I go, well, I have pressure in my chest. And then they could tap on, even though I have this pressure in my chest, when I think about saying something negative, I totally love and accept, love myself. And, you know, so Absolutely. that's kind of how we would get around that issue, which I did not know how to do that 20 years ago. I was like, hmm, not sure how to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, that's definitely, definitely a way to, to approach it or, you know, asking like, if you said, was there a time that you said something negative and then something bad happened? Like, where did that fear come from? Like, how long have you felt this way that you can't say something out loud? You know, trying to get, trying to remember perhaps like the time where that started and then that might be related to something in that time period of their life. There's, yeah, there's lots of different ways you can approach mm. it. Well, they could have just watched that 20, uh, you know, 2006 movie, The Secret, and decided, right. oh my gosh, from that moment on, oh man, OMG, I better not say anything negative or else. Right? right, not realizing the fear of saying something negative actually is creative as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, um, let's talk a little, Lauren, about uh, kind of science. Is, is there any science proving this stuff actually works, even though we know in our experience it does? Yes, yes, there is. There, um, there was a study that was done by Dr. Peter Stapleton about. Um, Tap, this was done, the study was done in a group setting, and it showed that tapping reduced the production of cortisol by up to 43%. Mm. And wow. cortisol is, yeah, it's a really big number. Um, and cortisol is a stress hormone. And so if you can reduce that, that stress hormone, then you're going to feel calmer in your body. And if you feel calmer in your body, you can think more clearly. And when we think more clearly, we can make those better decisions, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so... So that's pretty, it's pretty unbelievable <laughs> that it can yeah. do that. I mean, there's, um, there was also another study that was done with a group of veterans who had all been diagnosed with PTSD, and they tapped with each veteran individually for six weeks, uh, one hour a week. Um, and by the end of that, 90% of the veterans in this particular group had a reduction in their PTSD symptoms. 
Mm, that's beautiful. It, yeah, it's. I mean, it's really. It and as a military spouse, I mean that that study just like you know made my heart really happy that um, yeah. that there's tools out there for for these for I mean not just veterans but anyone who's been diagnosed with PTSD to um, help them to help them to feel better. But you know basically what's happening as we're tapping on these points, these these meridian points, it's sending a message to the amygdala and the amygdala, you know, is that part of the brain that controls fight or flight and it's telling the amygdala you don't need to be pr- producing all of that cortisol and it's, mm. and it's calming and re- helping to regulate the nervous system and then it's reducing that cortisol so that we feel calmer. And um, so I always tell people, even if, you know, you just, if you just take away anything, it's finding one of the points, right? Even just one of the points that you like. Most of my, my clients will have like their favorite point uh, oh, yeah. for whatever reason. And, and sometimes it's a point that they naturally touch during the day. Sometimes, you know, there's no really reason for why they like it. They just like it. But it's nice to know that you, you, if you're in a situation where you're feeling stressed or you're feeling overwhelmed, you can just go to that point and either tap on it or apply some light pressure to it and then do some deep breathing and that's going to help to send that message to the amygdala to reduce the amount of cortisol. So that alone alone can be beneficial to somebody and then, you know, there's the added component of speaking out loud while you're doing it, which is helping you get more specific on what's going on and and to better reduce your pain physically or emotionally. But um, yeah, something as simple as that. It can be so simple. Just knowing where the point is and deep breathing can, can really help. So um, the, the classic EFT that, that I was reading about, you know, 20, 30, whatever years ago, had these specific points on um, like the uh, eyebrows, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the temples, the cheeks, uh, you know, those kinds of things. So is there a specific reason why those are the points that were chosen to your knowledge or does any acupuncture point work? Yeah, so before... EFT was created, it was TFT, thought field therapy, and, um, and then it was, it was, you know, it became EFT and they simplified it. So mm-hmm. before it was like di- tapping on different points based on whatever your issue was, um, like with the associated meridian point, oh. but to simplify the whole process, then um, tap EFT was, was created. And so... Um, it's just the the basic points, which is the side of the pinky side of the hand, the top of the head, the start of the eyebrows, the sides of the eyes, under the eyes, under the nose, onto the chin crease, the collarbone points, and then under under the arms. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can you know you just use all you can use all of those points. Um, moving through uh, a, t- a round of tapping, uh, and I always tell people you can also skip any of those points if they're bothersome for whatever reason. You do, you know, you're not gonna, you can't do it wrong. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You, you can yeah. skip over points. You can just tap on one. So it's, it doesn't have to be, you know, there's no. Uh, it doesn't have to be done in in a certain order. You can you can skip them. Most people do it in the circle because it's easier to remember that way. Right, um, right. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm just so used to that particular one. But I know there's another researcher. I think it was an MD, Daniel Benor, I believe his name was. He was working with you know um, children in halfway houses and things like that. And you know these children are very self conscious 
uh, but very anxious. <laughs> I was self-conscious mm-hmm. during the day, you know, being with other kids. And he, I think he called it the WEE technique, W-H-E-E. And basically he just had them just, fid- it looked like they're fidgeting. You know, they're tapping mm-hmm. on their leg or something really nonspecific. It doesn't look like, hi, I'm doing EFT and I look right. weird and you should look at me, right? So, and it, and it still worked. Yeah. It still yeah. worked. Right. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it was just so, like tapping on your leg and you're just like, do, 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 like, you know, and it still worked. Amazing. Yeah. I always will tell people, so in addition to the points that I just named, um, which are part of the main, like, EFT protocol, there are also, like you know, there's you know, there's there's points, acupuncture points, like all over your body. But for um, you know, to be a little bit more discreet, if you are, let's say, out somewhere and you don't want to be tapping on your head and having people look at you like, what is that lady doing? Um, if you just go to the bed of any finger, any nail, and the bed of the nail and squeeze on both sides mm-hmm. of the finger on any finger, and you know, that too looks like you're fidgeting and you're just like playing with yes. your fingers and squeezing those points, it's going to do the same thing and send that oh, message, yeah. message to the amygdala. Yeah, those are the end points. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are actually uh, acupuncture kind of like alarm points. Ooh, you know? okay. yeah, 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 that's that's good. I didn't think of that one. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. But, I'm thinking, you know, if I, have a, if I have a sore throat or something, I'd be like needling and bleeding one of these points on my finger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those yeah, points good. are so helpful. I, I you know, mm-hmm. uh, two weeks ago, my daughter was sick. We ended up in the hospital, and you know oh. the doctors are coming to talk to me, and I was feeling very anxious and overwhelmed. And I'll tell you what, I was squeezing on those points while I was talking to them to like try and stay calm and you know be right. present for the conversation. But I I find especially for for you know doctors' appointments or mm. if you are maybe have to give a presentation for work and you're feeling nervous and you're sitting at a conference table squeezing your fingers underneath the table. You know it's also an easy one for kids. I'll tell my kids yes. if they're feeling nervous before a test, you know, just looks like you're playing with your fingers, but it's helping yep. to calm your body down. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. It's beautiful. It's so funny because somebody uh, literally yesterday, I think it was on Facebook, it's one of our skating groups. I'm a figure skater, adult figure skater, and another adult figure skater says, I keep failing this dance test. I've taken it four times and I'm fine in practice, you know, but, but as soon as the, the judges are there, right, she just flubs it. Mm. And and the funny thing is, it's honestly, Lauren. Sometimes I don't look at my schedule until it's like the day of, and go, "Who am I interviewing today?" Right? <laughs> but yesterday, literally, I said, "Have you tried EFT?" Yep. <laughs> you know, it was like the synchronistic, and I'm like, "Oh, well, this is perfect because we're doing this today." Yeah, yeah. I don't think she's heard of it, or you know. And and actually, I taught it to well, at least told the mom. <laughs> I mm-hmm. said, "Hey, you know what? Uh, she's." There's a mom with two girls that skate, okay. and I said, well, you know, I, yeah, I don't know if they'll do it, but I said, you know, the competition, they want to win a medal, you know, like, just have them try it, and so she's like, I'll make them do it, <laughs> so she did, and you know what? The kids like it. Yeah. They like it. Yeah, they they, that, that it actually works, and they're like, mom, you're crazy, right, but then they do it, and they go, oh, that really helps. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. It may it makes a big it makes a big difference. And I feel like the younger they are when they get started, the better. I'm I'm currently wor- working with a five year old little boy, um, mm. and you know, and he does it too. And it can it's great for it's great for kids and it's great for adults. It's 
um, and you know with kids too you can make it fun like with this little boy will sometimes he has like a favorite stuffed animal and we can tap the points on the on the stuffed animal and uh, perfect you know yeah yeah that's great oh that's great um, now uh, now your website is www.mindshiftwithlauren.com correct yes. that is correct yes okay that's fantastic and share with us how how you help people uh, you know, with this technique and, and what would they get out of working with you personally that you know, they may not be able to maybe do on their own possibly? Yeah, so like we've talked about, you know, the, the technique itself is, is simple with learning how to tap on, where to tap on the body and all of that. And sometimes the implementation of it can be a little bit more challenging, something that a lot of my clients when they first come to me will say, I don't know what to say when I'm tapping. They struggle to find the, mm. find the words when they're tapping. And, you know, sometimes when we're really in the midst of, you know, feeling really anxious, feeling really overwhelmed, you know, feeling the feels of whatever the emotion is, feeling that intensity, I always picture it almost like being in the eye of a tornado, right? And when you're, mm -hmm. when you're in the eye of the tornado, you can't really see anything else but all that wind blowing around you because you're in it. You're feeling those feelings. And so having a practitioner to, to work with you, it's having that outside set of eyes, having someone with a different perspective to help also, you know, pick out the words and, and ask you questions and um, ah. help, help to guide you to figure out where to start with the tapping. And, you know, as, as, as a practitioner, it's my, it's my job to ask a lot of questions and then use the answers to those questions to create those sentences that we use when we're, when we're tapping. And so, you know, a lot of my clients come to me because they're dealing with a lot of, you know, anxiety and, and stress, whether that be in their personal life or they're feeling very overwhelmed at, at work. I, I do tend to work with quite a few entrepreneurs who, um, you know, are, as an entrepreneur, you, you deal with a lot of, uh, a lot of limiting beliefs. And um, it, when, if you let those limiting beliefs mm -hmm. just percolate in there, you can get stuck really easily. And, right. Um, and that's not a good place to be, you know, as an entrepreneur, you always want to be evolving and growing and, um, and so moving through some of the fears that, that can come up with that, come up there is something that I, that I help people with. And so I typically work with my clients one-on-one -on -one for eight weeks and I found that that period of time is a good amount of time for them to notice and feel a difference with mm. their particular issue and then also enough time for them to really feel empowered to learn how to do this on their own so that they can continue this practice. Um, and then I recently launched a, right now it's a free group for entrepreneurs and we meet the first Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Eastern and everyone just bring they bring a business issue that they're having some sort of struggle they're having Ooh. in their in their business and I ask for a volunteer and then we tap in real time through that issue and what I've found uh, since launching this is that so many of us are dealing with so many of the same issues mm -hmm. and there can be a really amazing energetic component when you get a bunch of people together and we're all talking out loud saying you know the words of this volunteer and it just can be really powerful and everybody then tunes into their own issue and even though we're using the volunteers words that it's called borrowing benefits and then oh. everyone can feel a, feel a shift in their own issue at the end of the at the end of the practice and it's been pretty amazing oh that's very cool it's very similar to 
when we do group energy healing and then we there's somebody that is like the the demo person you know and whatever they're releasing like the other people may or may not have the same thing but they feel it as well a release and that's really cool now you do have some freebies you want to talk about those where people can maybe get started with you kind of tip dip their toe in a little bit Yes, absolutely. So I do have a free masterclass, and in the masterclass, I go in more detail about you know some of the science behind it and how it works, and um, and then I walk walk you through an actual practice because I mean I think that's really where the the beauty of it lies in feeling it in your own body, really getting to experience tapping in your own body. So you can access that masterclass by going to mindshiftwithlauren.com forward slash masterclass. And then, um, and then that tapping group that for business success that I was just talking about, that's mindshiftwithlauren.com forward slash tap dash into dash success. Um, and that's a free, that's a free group. And, um, and then I also have a, a what I call a five-day mindset reset, and that is where you would get uh, emails with tapping videos for me for me for five days, and it just helps to ground you, reset, and feel better in your body. And that can be accessed at mindshiftwithlauren.com forward slash mindset reset. Great. Okay. Yes, we're gonna put all these in here. Let me just make sure. I just didn't have the tap tap. To success, right? That's the other. Not That's into success, yeah. Into, okay, with the dashes in between. Yes. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay, fantastic. Oh, that is super fun. Uh, that is awesome. Um, so is there anything that you feel like it's, you know, that we haven't touched on yet that you feel is really important to, to share before we end for today, Lauren? One thing I always like to share is that I am a true believer that, you know, the universe brings brings things into our path for a reason, mm-hmm. and whether that might be tapping or learning more about meditation or sound healing or Reiki or whatever, whatever it may be for you, right? Mm-hmm. I would just say encouraging people to be aware of those little universal taps, those little soul nudges <laughs> that, are, that are showing up. And Pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and give yourself the gift of exploring that. Because, you know, if you're someone who's dealing with anxiety and stress, and if you're an empath and you're holding on to other, other people's or taking on other people's emotions, you know, it's really important to figure out what, what's going to work for you to make you feel better. And the best way to figure that out is by experiencing these different modalities and feeling them in your own body and going from there. I mean, that has been my whole journey is like, oh, that sounds interesting. Let me try that. Oh, I really like that. Yes, oh, go I like that, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I like trying all sorts of things. And, yeah, and that is fun. Like remedy right? and I go, I don't know, I don't feel anything. And other times it's like, whoa, that really worked. Yeah, and that's amazing. And figuring out what really, what really is going to move the needle for you, what's going to help you mm-hmm. feel better, because we all deserve to feel good in our bodies. And um, and give yourself that gift of, of exploring these different opportunities. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you so much, Lauren, for today and uh, for kind of rejuvenating interest in uh, emotional freedom technique. I know it's been around for a while, but there's so many unique 
ways to to use it and it is so simple it's uh it's it's free <laughs> you yeah. know um and as long as you can move a part of your body you can you can do it uh, and if people want to dive deeper absolutely they can with some expert help like with you so again it's www.mindshiftwithlauren.com and then if you want to do the free master class uh it's right there on the home page there's a link there and the free mind uh set res- reset you would just forward slash mindset reset and for the um, the entrepreneurs, it's forward slash tap dash into dash success. So thank you so much, Lauren, and thank you everyone for tuning in. Until next time, lots of love. Bye for now.